And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's Marvelous, Monumental, Most Fascinating, Massively Mind-Bending Monday as we join our hearts and minds as one and draw closer to the King of Kings and glorify his name. First, stand up and praise the Lord. Stand up, be a light in the darkness. Isaiah 60, verse 1 reads, Arise, shine, for your light has has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. The righteous are as bold as a lion, not as quiet as a church mouse. The righteous are not retaliatory or vengeful, but they're not incapable of speaking the truth either. The key is balance. Somewhere away from being a mashugana and somewhere closer to being a defender of the truth, we connect with the triune God and his truth. Next, his name is far more significant than we think. His name is far greater than we can say. It is beyond what we think. He is He is better, he is kinder, more graceful, merciful, wiser, more knowledgeable, more powerful, more present, and more of everything that we could ever think of. He is more. And finally, God has made everything. God preserves everything. He made everything on earth. He made everything in heaven. That is a simple way of saying that the Lord God Almighty is the one who created life. The Lord God Almighty is the one who keeps life. The Lord God Almighty, he is the one. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Hey, that's nice. That sounds good. Uh, Politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanity is an oeve, so much more. Hey, 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 how you doing, by the way? Hey, hey. Hey. Okay, you're doing good. We're asking you, what do you think? You can email us during the show, david at he must increase.org. You know, we never plan that. We just kind of, it just happens. David at he must increase.org. You can text us 214 210 That's 214 210 That's the text. You can also call us at 972 445 that's 972-445-0770. When you call that number, you know, you end up talking to Captain Chris. Let me help you out. When you call 972-445-0770 and you talk to Captain Chris, well, that's like checking to see if there's any more ice cream in the freezer. And there is! <laughs> and then you will be... Isn't that one of the greatest you go to? You go, I wonder if there's another one of those in there. You open it and you go, oh, there is. 
it's there. I mean, that's so cool. All right, here's the bottom line. Maybe you have a, an opinion, a comment, a question, or a thought. Maybe you want to share a praise report. Maybe you have a prayer request. You need to join with other people, join your faith with theirs, and we'll petition the Lord and ask for his help. We do that on a pretty regular basis, and we think it's very helpful for our spiritual well-being. And none of it, not me, not you, none of us, can take any credit for any of it. All we can do is lay it at the feet of the Lord and ask him for his help. And when he says yes, like I said, it's like the tree of life. It's such a great, great moment when the Lord answers prayers. And again, if you have something you've got rattling around your head, not a problem. It's not a kvetch fest. It's not just a place to call and go, how'd that, how'd that lady, she's in the, in the old Peanuts uh, cartoons. That Was it the mom or the teacher? Was it the like, teacher. It was the teacher, right? Something like that. Anyway, don't do that. <laughs> You can watch the Peanut Show to do that. Uh, this is about encouraging and strengthening one another, according to Hebrews chapter three, verse thirteen, and then as well Hebrews chapter ten, uh, verse thirteen or say three thirteen. I think they're both thirteen. Maybe one of them is three. No, I can't remember. Doesn't matter. Encourage one another. That's what matters. Here's your trivia question. Not difficult. I anticipate many simple answers from this. Which Old Testament leader commanded the sun to stand still? If you think you know the answer, then you want to reach out to us, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must increase.org. We'll take a second here to pray for Ukraine and our country as well. Let's do that. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you, Lord God for the gifts that you have been pouring into our country of late. Somebody being able to pray, pray somewhere where they're at work doesn't seem like a big stretch to most of us. We're just thankful that those graceful things happen. But, Lord, we pray for our nation as there is a desire to split the nation in half. We pray for your peace, your grace, your mercy, and we pray for the leaders of this nation to surrender their hearts to you and stop operating in a spirit of pride. And we ask for peace in Ukraine, and we ask you just to bless them, watch over them, and spread the gospel, as we have heard, the gospel being spread in a nation that needs the good news. We ask for your mercy and grace in both countries. We ask for your help. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. All right, back to the trivia question, then we'll get into the teaching. Just one more time. Which Old Testament leader commanded the Son— to stand still. Hey, shiny, stop. Who said that? Uh, probably not that way, though. 972 445 You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. You guys ready? All right, here we go. Nehemiah. That's right, Nehemiah, chapter 9. This is verse 5. Okay, verse 5. Here we go. All right. The leaders and the Levites called out the people to the people, Stand up and praise the Lord your God, for he lives from everlasting to everlasting. Okay, Dave, that's great. 
Super, Dave. The Levites told everybody to stand up and praise the Lord their God because he lives from everlasting to everlasting. What does that mean? What are you trying to say? I'm trying to tell you in the nicest way, and somebody's calling in so we'll let them enter into this situation, but I'm trying to tell you in the nicest way that there is a time for the Christian to stand up. Does that mean stand up because there's going to be something that we're all going to do, some kind of violent or physical act? No. It means stand up for your faith, stand up for the truth, stand up because the Lord God Almighty, he is for you, he loves you, he protects you, and he's from everlasting to everlasting, and it's Okay, let me I'm gonna give you permission on something. It's okay to speak words of thankfulness and truth to other people, even if they don't like it. You have permission to go past a church mouse right now. Zuba, zuba, ding. There it is. There's your permission. You never have to wonder, do you have permission? Of course you do. You stand up for the Lord. You speak for the Lord. I know the expression of quiet as a church mouse. Have you ever been in a church that actually had a mouse? I have. Not quiet at all. Preacher's preaching. You're you're like going, what is that? And everybody, that's great. Be an attraction in the capacity of speaking the truth. Have a boldness. The scripture says, arise and shine. Your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen on you. Shine. The righteous are as bold as a lion. Speak. Well, I won't be loved by everybody. Too late. (laughs) It's too late. When you said yes to Jesus, that's saying no to the world. Sorry. (laughs) That was it. Now, you're not supposed to be a jerk about it, and I want to really make sure that that's an important point, okay? People that drive by, like some of the demonstrations, and I've seen it, and some of the demonstrations, you know, we got the abortion thing going on, and people are driving by uh, the the pro-choice people, and they're screaming, you're Satan, you're Satan! And it's like, that's, that, that's, that's great. <laughs> Just not thinking those people dislike that person because of Jesus as much as because they're a mashugana. There's a big difference. But you don't hide your faith either, do you? You don't take your faith and put it under a cup. You don't light the light and then cover the light. You shine. In fact, the city on the hill reference that Ronald Reagan used from Jesus's sermon on the Sermon on the Mount has to do with individuals shining, not a nation or a city. It's an illustration, people. And the idea is that we are supposed to shine. People will not like you if you stand for Jesus. But the opposite of that is you don't want the Lord not to like you (laughs) because you're not standing for him. I mean, who would you rather impress, God or that person you've never met before? Anyway, I think it's a pretty solid uh, statement. Somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello. Hello. Who am I talking to? Oh, I didn't hear. I did just. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. 
Turn, yeah, turn your radio down. That's the only way that'll work. Yeah, all right. It's all the way down. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's all the way. Okay. All right. You ready? Um, How you doing, I'm by the way? I'm ready for you to give the you can give the question, and I'll give the answer. I hope you got it. You ready? Okay. Ready. Here, all right. Here we go. Which Old Testament leader commanded the sun? To stand still. Joshua. That is correct! You are right! <laughs> Mary, how are you doing? How are things going? They're going pretty good. Okay. Pretty good, pretty good. I'm always glad to hear you. I'm always glad to hear your voice. What? You there? What? Yeah. <laughs> We're sure having trouble yeah. communicating, aren't we? That's okay. We love you. Well, thank you, David. All thank right. you. And we'll keep and praying I'm, for you. And I appreciate your prayers, okay? You got it. God bless. Okay. Lord Bye-bye. bless you, too. All righty. Awesome. Always good to hear from Mary. Always. Oops, I hit the wrong button. Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> I hit a button and then all of the lights went on. See, this is why you keep me away from stuff. Don't you understand? You don't let me touch anything. Okay? Yes, I'm one of the few people that can actually burn water. Just think about that. <laughs> think about how funny that really is. I can burn water. Okay. Uh, all right, we'll take our break and then come back, right? You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. So we, we chatted uh, about it on the phone, and it turned out that he had a pastor who used to be his pastor reach out to him and say, the Lord put you on my heart. You know, I want to know what's going on in your life. He had another person say, hey, if you got this situation, let me know. He was talking to me. He was talking to somebody else. And it was like he had like four sources of support and didn't even realize that what he was seeing was the circumstance, which we all do. And and when we pulled it back and looked at it, he's like, yeah, there's like four different places he was getting support from. And it's like – that's amazing. But see, that's not that amazing in the context of just what Peter and John said when they went into the temple. Children, you men of Israel, why does this miracle surprise you? Why does it even surprise us? God does so many things to reach to us and to speak to us. He is never, let me just say this, he is never absent from your tragedy. He is never disappeared from your circumstance. It's never happened. Long before you said yes, God said yes to you. Just just think about the level of that, the commitment that would take. That means that God looked at my life and... In spite of my, <laughs> in spite of my insanities, said, "Yeah, we'll take him." 
Is that amazing? Think about how amazing that is. And so I was uh, – somebody had sent me a video about somebody who had a, an experience in heaven. And I was like, well, you know, I, I like some of those, but some of those are kind of weird and squirrely and da-da-da-da. And then it, the Lord was reminding me about my own dream that I had about making it in heaven where God had – the king had his arm around me and he's showing me different things in my life. And here's where you accepted my son. Let me tell you something. God will reach you and touch you and speak to you. The biggest question for all of us is, are we listening? Do you remember what happened when uh, the Lord spoke over Jesus? Uh, the Father spoke from heaven over Jesus, and the Bible says that the people thought that it thundered. But it didn't thunder. God spoke. See what? See that right there? That, that right there. Yeah. Ugh. Because what we do is we think what thundered, but it's God speaking. The biggest question is, are we listening? Sometimes Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM. Amen, 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready to do our next trivia question. Some people may want to know if we're going to be live on July 4th. We have a very direct and specific answer for you. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. That doesn't mean it's going to be a bad replay. I just said it's not going to be live. You know, whatever. Do you have any plans for July 4th? Anything going on? No. Okay. See, see, see how those no's work together. You know the last time. You know the, when's the last time you went? Did you go? Do you go to fireworks? Have you have you done it for a while? I mean, at home sometimes. Okay. Well, at home, I like out in the country, you can just buy them at the stand. Okay. Well, see what we what we we have done it so, but we used to live in Valley Center, uh, California. And the high school is like we had a house on the other side of the high school, and the ashes were landing in our backyard. So we watched them with a hose. Anyway, <laughs> so you had great seats to the show. Then. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what I was thinking. Don't let that catch on fire. Okay. Uh, in Exodus, God promised to rain down what from heaven. Okay. Now, this is for the Israelites, not against the Egyptians, but for the Israelites. That's your big, 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 big hint. Okay? In Exodus, God promised to rain down what from heaven? Okay? Don't say tiny bubbles. The answer is incorrect. Uh, Eric wanted everybody to know that he's so good at cooking that he has an excellent new recipe for ice cubes. (laughs) Is he going to share it with us? I don't know. Keep in mind what I was talking about, God pouring that out. That was for the children of Israel. A good thing. A good thing. Okay, that's it. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you every hint. I don't know how many hints I can give you. Hint, 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 hint. <laughs> good thing. See what I'm saying? Okay, all right. Uh, somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Good, I'm ready to get through this trivia question and be really honest with you. <laughs> Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Gary. Thank you for asking. I'm doing That's good. I'm doing a lot better. I'm feeling just a little less stress in life. 
that I can tell. <laughs> so I want to just say that. So, Still exercising? Uh, I, I, I'm, I just feel like I'm, I'm chilling. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, okay, relax. relax. You know, like, I can only do the best I can do and just leave it before the Lord. And I need him to fill in the gaps. I can't do it for him. That's how I feel, if oh, that makes okay. sense. All right. In Exodus, God promised to rain down. Now, this is something good, not bad. It's for the children of Israel. God promised to rain down what from heaven? Manna. That is correct, sir! Yes, yes, yes. You know, you're one of the few people that got that. Here's the bottom line. He promised to, to, to pour out bread from heaven. People are like, well, yeah, okay, sure. It's like wonder bread only from God. So, I mean, it's, it's, really, it's, kind of cordial. it's really wonderful. That's really good. Excellent job, Gary. Excellent. Way to save it. You, you saved everybody on that one. That was a good job. Well, I prayed for all, prayed for all of you yesterday. So. Uh, uh, we appreciate that. Keep praying for us. Never stop. We'll keep praying for you. Okay, and that includes your two dogs, too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See how nice he is? Thank you, Gary. I appreciate okay. that. All right. God bless. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. Two jokes. Not long. Uh, Got to do these well. <laughs> it's just because of how they're written. Some jokes are written better than others. A pastor who was giving – oh, I'm sorry. A pastor who was given to talking pointlessly – it's kind of like this show. Uh, a pastor who was given to talking pointlessly would refer from Genesis to Revelation in every sermon he made. Once during the sermon, he said, Brothers and sisters, we have come to Isaiah now. What shall we do with him? An elderly person stood up and immediately said, You can give him my seat. I'm leaving. Okay. <laughs> That's not bad. It's all right. This one's a little better. <laughs> I think that's funny. Uh, the service was over. The pastor was shaking hands with the members. One of them said, Pastor, while hearing your sermon, I got a pain in my hip. The pastor, why, this is strange. My, my listeners usually complain of a headache, not hip pain. The member replied, Pastor, my wife went on butting me in the hip with her elbow saying, this is for you, this is for you, this is for you. I've had that experience. <laughs> I've had Noel look at me going, <clears throat> like instead of instead of even bringing it up or even recognizing that I know that I'm in trouble with it, she wants to remind me, <laughs> "Thou art wrongeth." Okay, all right. Let's go back to the text. I don't know what's going on. All right, let's go back to the text here. This is a really cool thing. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but it is really cool. All right, so in Nehemiah chapter 9, now we're going to pick it up kind of in verse, uh, I think the rest of 5. What we started off with in verse 5 was this. The Levites told the people, Stand up and praise the Lord your God, for he lives from everlasting to everlasting. And they continued, Praise his glorious name. Listen to this line. It is far greater than we can think or say. Now, that's the kind of line where you read that, 
and you you have to stop when you're reading your Bible and you read something like that. Don't just read on to the next thing. Back up. You're not you, the, the purpose of reading the Bible is not to be speed racer. Okay, speed racer is trying to finish the race in one race. You're not trying to finish everything in one Bible sitting. Listen more. Read to listen more than read to read. Read to listen. Read to hear. It is the word of God. Okay, and so listen to what's being said. Praise his glorious name. It is far greater than we can think or say. Why? In other words, I would just stop right there and go, what do you mean? What do you mean his name is greater than we can think? What, what, is it, what are you trying to say? And see, in my overly imaginative mind, I sit there and I think there are probably other entities or existent beings or whatever. Certainly there are different classifications of people who are hosts in heaven. Uh, most people call them angels, but it's pretty clear in Ephesians there's a couple of, of uh, levels in that. And something's going on where God's name is so powerful, it goes beyond the scope of what we think. So it's like, ooh. You see, we're not just in touch with him who's pretty cool, but with him who created everything. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> See, what we think of is, look at the earth. It's amazing. Okay? Now, I, I do take exception. A Grand Canyon's really cool, but it is a hole. So, I mean, I'm just saying, the earth has got so many fat. One planet out of billions. And one being created it. Uh-oh. Now we're catching up with how great is that name. He's in charge of all of it. People have asked, well, are we like the only people that messed up? Certainly seems that way. <laughs> it certainly, certainly has that flavor, doesn't it? And yet in that graciousness... He's still with us and didn't annihilate us. That name is far greater than you and I can think or can say. Now, think of that the next time you pray in the name of Jesus. Ooh. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a short break, then come back. Don't go anywhere. Thanks a lot for all the blessing that you give me. Thanks a lot for all the ways that you have cared. You Hello, Kevin Chris here from the David Spoon Experience. I help coordinate the radio show, and we're looking for a few good people to join our crew and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of the radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, gee, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Me too! The truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you already have all that you need to have to be part of this ministry. Uh, but Chris, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no! 
Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form, and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position, so you may appeal to a higher power. As promised, we are going to now uh, have our interview with the Apostle Peter. We were fortunate uh, enough to have an interview uh, a couple weeks back with an angel from heaven, and now we've been given permission from the powers on high to go ahead and have an interview with the Apostle Peter. Peter, thank you so much for uh, taking the time for whatever's going on there in the heavenly realms and uh, talking to us. Well, Dave, you're welcome. I'm real glad to see that people are carrying on the work of loving our Lord Jesus Christ and advancing the kingdom. And I'm very, very, very pleased to see that the radio station is moving forward in advancing the Lord Jesus Christ in his lordship, both in uh, personal lives and in corporate lives. It's a great thing for me to see. Well, thank you, Peter. Uh, that's great. And uh, so I guess I want to ask you some basic questions. I'm really breaking this uh, interview down into two separate sections. The first section is kind of before the resurrection, and the second section is kind of after the resurrection, after the ascension. Okay, Dave, that'll be fine. I know exactly what you're trying to accomplish here. Uh, probably unknown to you is that uh, we know exactly where this is going. Well, Peter, I don't want to say that that's kind of scary, but okay. Here's uh, my first question to you, sir. Uh, what are you absolutely the most proud of as a disciple and as an apostle of Jesus Christ? Well, David, that's a great question. The thing that I am absolutely the most proud of was the moment that Jesus asked all of us to identify who he really was. And it was at that moment that I was able to say that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. That's the actual rock that the church has been built on. I think some people thought that the rock might have been me myself, but it was my confession that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. It is that statement of faith that the church has been built upon and that the gates of hell have never nor will ever prevail against. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're going to pray right now. So I just got a, a text from Susie. She texted me earlier, but I didn't see it until now because it's just like, you know, things. I mean, it's hard for me to respond to every text like on the spot. Just do the best I can. But anyway, Deborah is still in the hospital, so we want to pray for her real quickly. So let's do that as a group since she's uh, one of our wonderful sisters. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up Deborah to you right now in the name of Jesus, and she's still uh, really going through a hard time, and we understand we're we're not there. We don't know all the details, and, and there's a limited amount of information, but we are asking you, in spite of that, regardless to that, that you would be Jehovah Rapha, and you would be the healer that she needs, and that by the power of your Holy Spirit, you would strengthen her body and help her to get better. You can take a, a person who's severely wounded and make them completely whole. We're asking you to touch Deborah, who's wounded, 
and make her fully whole. Heal her in the name of Jesus. Heal her, we pray, we ask you, we petition you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so, and we pray for people even when they don't, you know, so you got to, man. I mean, you, that's what you got to do. It's the right thing, okay? Um, okay, let's see. That's a bad one. That's a bad Oh, okay. Yeah, this is a good one, okay? This is a little bit tough, okay? So this, I'm going to tell you right now, this is in one of Paul's epistles. And an epistle is not the wife of an apostle, Okay, an epistle is a letter. So in what biblical reference written by Paul, which letter, does he say, do not put out the Spirit's fire? Which letter? You don't have to give me the exact quote. I'm just looking for the letter. The letter. See if you can help us out on that. Uh, if you can, you want to call 972 972-445-0770. You also, uh, if you want to, you can text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We're going to send you up to the website, as we often do. At this point, we encourage you to give, if you can, and take advantage of anything that's on the website. Plus, check out the video that's up there about the brochures and about the Ambassador Initiative. Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemosincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Yeah, that, that cat noise always gets me. That's all I'm going to say. That cat noise right there. That's a cat Paying one of those uh, what are those things that they play on Star Trek that makes that Star Trek noise? What are those things called? A theremin? Yeah, that's a cat playing a theremin, right? Yeah, sure. I would like to see that. <laughs> see, if it was a Heckle and Jekyll cartoon, you would. You could see it. Anyway, uh, somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Wow. Wow. Ready to go. Send them on through. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. Uh, this is your brother, Ace. Hey, brother Ace. How are you, my good friend? I'm very well blessed and highly favored. Thank you. Amen. Amen. All right. This is a good one because people they need to know where this is. What's the biblical reference? The biblical the letter, do not put out the Spirit's fire. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, I don't know why Ephesians is what comes to my mind, but I don't know if that's right or not. Or not. Okay, so after Ephesians, you have, you got Ephesians, and you got Philippians, you got Colossians, then what's that next set, the first set of one-twos? Uh, that would be, uh, let me thank you, man, uh, first, uh, first Timoth Timothy. Okay, so what and what's before that? It's it it sounds like it sounds like mess, but starts with a f. Thessalonians. Yes, yes, that's it, Thessalonians. <laughs> it's first Thessalonians. Yeah. That was hidden back there, and anyone that would know. 
Yeah, that's First Thessalonians 5.19, and one of the ways that it can help people remember is First Thessalonians 5.18, it tells you, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And then the next yeah. verse, which is not really separated by Greek uh, grammar, it just flows into the next, and then it says, and don't put out the, don't quench the Spirit's fire. When we're not thankful, there's a little bit part in there where we do end up quenching the Spirit's fire because we're not being very thankful. And it's like, that's a connector. So that's how I remember those together. Oh, so is that the same thing as the Scripture said, don't grieve the Holy Spirit? Yeah, see that? See see how smart you are? Now, see, no, there's two different words. So quench, oh, quench oh. and grieve. Grieve means to make sad, and quench <laughs> means to put out or to restrict the flow. Oh, that's, that's the difference. I'm Okay, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm hoping in a page that says grieve not the Holy Spirit, but I, I don't know why I didn't have it in mind. But, um, yeah, no, I, that, that's see, it, that was, yeah, that's it. You, but you got it. I mean, that's a great distinction because to grieve the Spirit, that's making the Spirit sad. You're like, that's like you're bumming him out. That's like a nice way to say that. But to yeah. quench him, that's to that's like think of a pipe that flows in water, and think of us making that pipe smaller and smaller and smaller. That's the quenching. Yeah. Oh, great. Good study. Thank you. You got it, brother. Okay. Remember, uh, uh, if you're in a pinch, let me know. Talk to you later. Oh, hey, brother. And, uh, God bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. You too. Again. Amen. I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. There you go. Okay. So that's quenching and grieving. And that's important because people don't understand you can't use grieving, okay, for anything but an animated ob- animated entity. You can only you can only grieve something that's alive. Uh-oh. Guess it's not a power force then, is it? Ding ding ding. Okay, anyway. Uh let's wait on the history. Kevin <laughs> Grizzling going, "What happened to you? I don't know. I don't have as much homework." <laughs> that's what happened. Uh, all right, let's do the teaching, and then we'll exit, then we'll do. And uh, okay, great. All right, here we go. This is the next section in Nehemiah. So we just finished the. It's far. Your name is far greater than we can think or say. This is verse nine in Nehemiah six. You alone are the Lord. You make the skies, and the heavens, and all the stars. We kind of covered this. You made the earth and the seas, and everything in them. You preserve and give life to everything. So one thing that people uh, uh, make a terrible mistake in is there's a, a group of people, a group of believers, they're, they're called deists, and what they think is that God created everything and then uh, went to Pluto. <laughs> like, I don't know, Pluto's nice. It's gonna be it's gonna be disrupted as a planet. I'll just hang out there for a while. So uh, that's a deist who thinks that God created everything and then took off. And it's like nope, 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 nope. Even a passage like this eliminates that kind of thinking process. It says very clearly. It says you alone made the skies and the heavens and all the stars. You made the earth and the seas and everything in them. You preserve and give them life. So here, it's not just the beginning process that God starts. It's the sustaining process that God maintains. And what's important about that for our connection is Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, being confident of this one thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will continue it until the day of Christ. In other words, God doesn't start something and then go, oh, I'm done. <laughs> 
The Lord's not stopping. He's still working on you. He's still working on me. He's still, and he keeps everything. And do you want to, okay, ready for this mind blower? People are just going to. You know how uh, science has made it so that, like, well, everything just rotates around everything. And these, uh, even though nobody's willing to say it out loud, let's see. You got several moons on one planet rotating one way and then other moons rotating another way, which, of course, is impossible. And it's like then you have all these different levels of rotation. All of these things are an exact sequence to one another for all the planets and all that stuff. And here's something that will blow your mind. If God doesn't say, yes, there isn't another day. Day in the universe. <laughs> so you can say whatever you want. God goes, ah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. delete. <laughs> like, that's it. You say, oh, well, he's not going to do that. We certainly hope not. <laughs> but my point is, God doesn't just make it, he sustains it, he keeps it going. And that's very important to understand that he's the creator of life and the sustainer of life. He even sustains the life of those who hate him. Oh, will that go on forever? Nope. But he sustains them. And even though they curse at him and show no appreciation, they will be without excuse when they face him. And that's the reality. That's what the judgment is. This is why God has to be the one that makes the judgment. Because he's the one that gave the gift for them to live in the first place. It's very, very, like, judicial. But it's very, very, very humbling to recognize where we really stand on the food chain. We stand wherever God says we stand, not where people say we stand. Okay? All right. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Just as I am, he reached down and What is the David Spoon experience? So what Jesus said, whoever is not against you is for you. That's what he's talking about. They're, they're a kingdom advancer. It's all good. Now watch this in Luke chapter 11, verse 20 through 23. If I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his estate, his possessions are secure. But when one stronger than he attacks and overpowers, he takes from him all his weapons, the armor and the weapons of the foot soldier that he trusted in, and he divides up his plunder. Anyone who is not with me is against me, and anyone who does not gather with me scatters. And you're thinking, but what about the other verse? Watch. Keeping it in context, this person is not for the kingdom of God. This person is neutral, not a kingdom advancer, not a person that's trying to advance the kingdom of God. And when you are not a kingdom advancer, then you are supporting the other kingdoms. You are either in, for, with through and by the kingdom of God or all the other kingdoms. There is no neutral. There is no, well, I'm going to, I'm going to sit this one out. There is no sitting it out with God. You're either helping advance his kingdom or helping another kingdom advance. 
One of the two. So the guy that was casting out evil spirits in the name of Jesus Christ, he's advancing the kingdom of God. But the person who's not for Jesus is trying to be neutral and do nothing. That person's not advancing the kingdom of God. And that person who's not advancing the kingdom of God is therefore against the kingdom of God because there is no neutral. And you're thinking, well, no, no, there's got to be a neutral. Never heard the joke about the mugwomp, huh? Never heard about the soldier that, you know, was Confederate soldier and then a Union soldier had gray on the top and, and dark blue on the bottom. What'd they do? Shoot at them from both sides. That's what they did. In other words, there is none of that. That doesn't exist. You're either with Jesus in the advancement of his kingdom or you're not. And if you're not, then he considers that against. And you think, well, whoa, that is just rude. Tell it to Jesus. Tell him he's rude. Go ahead. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God. Not, hey, you know in your life, you got all these things going on. You got to take care of work. I get it. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to pay this bill and do this and raise your kids. This, and somewhere in there, do me a favor and every once in a while kick it around and think about me and the kingdom. And That, that doesn't exist. That's not a, a reality check. The reality check is that you are either for the kingdom of God or opposed to the kingdom of God. And if you try to be neutral, you're opposed. The David Spoon Experience. And if you can't shout sight, you'll have to face a penalty. As with every Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM. Amen. The truth station here in Texas. Here's your last trivia question. Now listen to what I say, because if you don't, then you're going to kind of mess it up. Okay, so I'm, I'm telling you ahead of time. Okay, not, not referring to Jesus walking on the water. Can, can, can I make that any clearer? Not referring to Jesus walking on the water. What was Jesus doing during the storm on the lake, according to Mark, the Gospel of Mark? What was Jesus doing during the storm on a lake, according to the Gospel of Mark? Again, not the water walking. Okay? All right. Joanne and Cordelia striking first. Uh, If you think you know, 972-445-0770. Uh, you can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must org. The only other hint I will give you is what most people think God is doing in relationship to their situations. <laughs> That's a riddle. <laughs> That's a good one, though. Uh, let's do history. Let's go. All righty. So we got a couple things to cover. Today is National Orange Blossom Day. My wife would think that's great. I personally don't know why that's as great as she would know, but then she's into flowers and I'm into food, which is why today is also National Ice Cream Cake Day. So she can take the orange blossom and I will take the ice cream cake. Uh, today is National Onion Day. That can be good, uh, either uh, uh, onion rings or onions on, you know, like, you know, bratwurst or, you know, hot dogs or anything, right? I mean, really, pizza, what, uh, hamburger, uh, 
What doesn't onions go with? I mean, what is I mean, ice cream, right? Chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> Until they come up with chocolate-covered onions. Uh, also, today is uh, Sunglasses Day. I celebrated that on the way into work. Uh, okay. uh, 1985, the famous road, Route 66, is no longer considered an official highway. Want to know why that's kind of amazing? Because I lived two miles from that road in 1989. Isn't that weird? They must have known I was coming. <laughs> that's all I could think. Uh, Hubble Space Scope in 1990. NASA announced that a $1.5 billion Hubble Space Scope intended to view farther into space than any telescope on Earth has a flawed lens and was greatly reducing its capa- uh, capabilities. You mean that we, we all built something and it wasn't perfect? <sighs> First ever ATM installed in 1967. Want to just take a guess out of the blue where it was the first ATM ever installed, not in this country. Mm, see, see, that made me think, right? Mm, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. London, England. See? That was a good clue. And the last, definitely not least, <laughs> listen to this one. 1949, first American sci-fi TV show, Captain Video and his Video Rangers. Debuts on Dumont, starring Richard Coogan as the captain. I never even heard of that. Did you hear that? I recognize those words. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Somebody ready to answer a trivia question? I feel so happy about that. Send them through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? David, Joy Ann here. So uh, good to talk to you. It's wonderful to talk to you, too. How are you? <laughs> I'm very blessed. Thank you. And I love this show on Friday. I listened on podcasts. It was so fantastic. So thank you for every single delicious teaching that you give us oh that's it's my privilege yes, this is, it's, it's my thank privilege you. to engage with my brothers and sisters for sure amen all right and wanna... i do have the answer as you know because i texted we both <laughs> Cordelia and i both know the answer yes i know you have this answer because you texted <laughs> first so i'll set it up and then you can answer get ready here we go okay okay, okay. What was Jesus doing during the storm on the lake, according to Mark? He was taking a well-earned nap. That is correct! You are right! He was snoozing, and that's what too many people think God is doing in their lives. They think he's snoozing when he's not. But uh, in that case, Jesus was actually taking a nap, which is Noel's justification for taking a nap. I don't take a lot of naps, but she goes, oh, Jesus did. <laughs> it's like, oh. Oh, I was so glad. I, I do have a funny thing to share about Absolutely. that. Um, my church has this wonderful thing where we have a revival every August. And a few years ago, Signature Sound came by. They are just an incredible quartet. And they were selling a T-shirt that says, Jesus took naps. And there's the ellipsis. And then on the back of the T-shirt, I want to be like Jesus. <laughs> I want a W-A-N-N-A. <laughs> it was like a kind of country sounding kind of. 
version, but isn't that the truth? Yes, that's we want to be like Jesus, and he was balanced. Uh, you know, he knew what to do. Exactly, exactly correct. Very good, great, great, so great anyway, job. Anyway, well, we're praying for you all, and and uh, a special prayers for dear Deborah. And if there's a way we can get a get well card to her, maybe we could send it to the station. Uh, she's just heavy on my heart. Yeah, so do that. If you, you if praying. you want to send okay. something to her, send it to the station, and then we'll forward it over to her. That's okay, how we'll that'd do be it. great. Okay. All right. Well, we love you all. Thank you, David. You're welcome. Have a good one. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. It was kind of a fun Monday, right? See, last week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday were good, and then Tuesday and Thursday were like. And then Noel goes, well, how do you evaluate that? And I'm like, well, that's how I feel about it. She goes, so? It's like, you know, I'm never going to win those arguments. It's like, uh, okay, just moving on now. Let's just move on. Uh, here's the, the rest of this. Okay, here you go. Uh, Nehemiah chapter 9. Now we're going past this, and we only have a little bit of time left, so we want to make sure we covered everything, right? There should be nothing left on the table. Uh, here's verse 7. You are the Lord God who chose Abram and brought him from Ur of, your Ur of Chaldees and renamed him Abraham. When he had proved himself faithful, you made a covenant with him to give him his descendants, give his descendants the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Jebusites, and Gergashites. You have done what you promised, for you are always true to your word. You guess which part I'm jumping on? I think it's awesome that Abraham was faithful, and that he was Abram, renamed Abraham. And I like that they kind of do that quick recap. And I think it's fantastic that God gave them the land. But I think it's applicable to you and I to understand that God always, always, always is true to his word. Not true the way that we want to entrap, and that's a big statement, not true the way that you and I think he ought to be true. Well, you ought to do it this way, God. Instead, God is true to what he says absolutely, perfectly, purely, without any pollution or twistedness involved. And when you read the Word of God and people make fun of it, and they do it all the time, oh, oh, oh it's a book. It's like, that ain't a book. I mean, I, it's not just a book. It's the book. And the bottom line is, and we've said it a bazillion times, if God creates the universe and he decides he wants to write a book, he writes a book. And you notice the affirmation Jesus gave of the Old Testament book, and I don't know why anybody would be surprised that there's the affirmation of the power of the New Testament book. The bottom line is when you open up that book and you put your BFN— which stands for your big fat nose, in the book, and you believe, you find something amazing. You find a connection with God because it's the Holy Spirit that writes in that book through mankind, through people. And you get it. So today, another day, it's Monday. Mondays are like, Monday, it's Monday. But then I was having this incredible time reading about, you know, King David and 
you know, his the journey. In, I'm in Second Samuel two and three. It's just fascinating to see how he relied on the Lord. And Joab wasn't. It was good sometimes. It wasn't. Good. And you just read all this, and and it's like wow. It's like a fascinating tale with God showing you the key point. It will help your spirit rise. What's most amazing is every time you come across a promise, it's true. (laughs) It's true. God loves you. It's true. He is with you. It's true. He's for you. It's true. He will never abandon you. I abandon me. (laughs) Are you kidding? I will take any of those promises, let alone every one of those promises. And you have done what was promised, for you are always true to your word. There is no greater one that we could ever serve than the Lord God Almighty, as he is true to his promises and true to his word. That's good. Just this. Just drink that in. That's good. That's, a, that's like a milkshake right there. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a 22-and-a-half-hour break, and then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.